Welcome, everybody, into Locked On Georgia Tech, the second ever episode of this podcast here on the Locked On Network, your source for your content for your favorite team every single day. I'm your host, Bryce Kuhn. We appreciate you making us your first listen of the morning. We had a fantastic showing last night and all throughout the day, really. Over 300 downloads in the first day of the first podcast. We appreciate that as well, and we are so excited to have another action-packed show for you. Make sure to follow myself, Bryce underscore Kuhn, over on Twitter. Interact with me there. Post some questions, because we're going to do some Mailbag Mondays. We're going to talk everything that you want about your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. I'm excited to be able to do that with you. But we have an action-packed show for today as well. Make sure you hit that subscribe Follow button wherever you are on Locked on Georgia Tech, whichever form that you put your podcast in, you'd like to listen to it, make sure to hit us right there as well. But listen, we've got an action-packed show. We know this has been a crazy, crazy week in Georgia Tech athletics. The season ended officially on Saturday. The only thing that's happened is coaching changes. We talked a little bit about what last week, what we or last day, yesterday, what we wanted to happen. We talked a little bit about the transfer portal. There's some more changes. But today we're going to talk a little bit about the three segments for us today. Why my case for Andrew Thacker to stay on staff and what that means going forward. We're going to talk about the 2022 recruiting class and how this has to be the class that pushes Georgia Tech over the edge. And then we're going to wrap it up with a preview of Wisconsin versus Georgia Tech as the Thriller Dome is going to be alive and well in Atlanta, Georgia on Wednesday evening, the Big Ten ACC Challenge as well. So let's dive into this right here. And I'm going to talk to you why I believe that Andrew Thacker should stay on staff. You know, obviously, Thacker was young coming into this job. He's 36 right now. And a lot of times we see defensive coordinators get a chance early on to make an impact. They get a chance maybe before they're ready. And what I want to pose in this situation is, you know, Andrew Thacker's done a good job of developing the linebackers, most notably for me, Quez Jackson. Quez Jackson been the leading tackler this past year and this year, one of the leading tacklers, an all-ACC nominee. He's, he's talented. He's seen his game develop from a position standpoint. And a lot of that is credited to Andrew Thacker and what he's done. I don't think there's any, you know, if ands, or buts about it. Now, you can talk about what he's done as a defensive coordinator, but as a position coach, he's been so valuable. The talk on the street has been, and for fans on social media, is why should they keep him? You know, the defense was horrible. The defense was terrible. Jeff Collins made the changes on Sunday morning, and Andrew Thacker was not officially a part of that. Now, as we're recording this, the news is Thacker would reportedly be taking a demotion two-linebacker coach. A lot of people would say, well, why would he do that? The reason to believe that we are accepting the fact that he accepted it was the post made by Jaron Willis on his Instagram four-star linebacker recruit commit from Lee County High School in Georgia, in Leesburg, Georgia. Very talented team, just got knocked out of the playoffs this past weekend in the quarterfinals of the GHSA state playoffs. Because he was in the picture, why would you take a guy down there who wasn't going to be on your staff in a week? There's got to be some type of agreement for him to take that ability and say, yeah, I'm going to come down as a linebacker coach. We're going to get this thing right. So the case for this is when you have a coach that does so much for recruiting and you have a coach that's seen develop at a 
position group, you want to keep that. I think the biggest thing with Andrew Thacker was he might have been a little bit over and over his head calling defensive plays. 36. Now, the, the bright side of this, he's still young. Still plenty of time for him to come back down and be that position coach and help take the next step to be something maybe in the future. Maybe 10 years from now he's calling plays at a Power 5 school. Who knows? It just didn't work out this, these, these three years. He was 33 when he took the job. He's 36 now. That is really young to be a DC of a Power 5 program. So I think what we have to take a step back and realize, maybe he was in over his head. Now, what does that mean, Bryce? You're saying, okay, what does that mean? Because this, for me, is really, really a key part of the entire thing. He is so crucial in recruiting. If you looked at where Collins made staff changes on Sunday morning, those three components weren't really big in the recruiting phase. Nathan Burton was probably the biggest one, but... It wasn't as a key of a recruiter. Thacker is that. Willis has talked about about him. Kyle Effort has talked about him. Those are two players right there that are game changers in this 2022 class. We're going to talk about that recruiting class in the next segment, but we're talking about Thacker right now. I think you keep a guy like that around. He's a high-energy guy. You let him devote all of his attention to the linebackers, which he's done a good job of developing, bringing in talent. Trinius Tatum is one of those. You let him focus on that, and maybe 10 years down the road, 5, 10 years, he gets another D.C. opportunity. He was in over his head, and that's okay to admit that. Let's be real. He wasn't ready for the defensive coordinator job, and that's fine. But Andrew Thacker, in my opinion, has the ability to be a star position coach. And I think what we're doing is we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're letting our anger, our frustration of the defense blind us of what he is talented at right now. And like I said, it does not mean that he can't be talented about that in the future. But I think right now the biggest deal is, is that there is an issue, they're fixing it, and they've got to keep him around because that recruiting class needs it for sure. Go listen to some of his press conferences. He knows what he's talking about. He knows the game. He has a great ability to have a feel for the game. So let's just admit with ourselves right here, he just wasn't ready. And that's okay. It's not an end of the world. It's back off of the cliff. But Thacker has ability to develop linebackers. I think sticking with him in that role is going to be key. And then bringing in somebody, if they go outside and they bring in a D.C., then Thacker gets to see an experienced defensive coordinator and how he handles himself, and that can, all that can do is help him. Linebacker play definitely progressed statistically from 2020 to 2021. The defensive backfield did not, and we already know that's a position they're going after. Or, or I should say a position they're going after in recruiting, but also a position they're going after as a coach as well. It remains to be seen, but that's my case for Andrew Thacker. He means way too much in recruiting, and he means a lot to the guys in that locker room that have been recruited on that defensive side of the football under Jeff Collins. So I think it is a big-time ability for you to sit there and say, hey, we know it didn't work out, but that's okay. Let's put him down there if he accepts it and roll with it. And I will tell you, I think he accepts it. There's no way he goes on that visit to Jaron Willis without accepting it. Just it, it wouldn't make sense to bring 
one of your coaches down there that you knew wasn't going to be on the staff in three to four days or maybe a week. If they accepts that, they bring in someone. We're going to talk about some of those coaching opportunities later on this week. But I think it's really key for us to sit there and say, it's okay. He was in over his head. Push him back down to linebacker's coach where he's excelled, where he excelled before. Let him continue to recruit at a high level and learn. 36 years old, that's really young in the coaching game. We're going to talk about that 2022 class and how important it is because I think this is very important to see what this new class can bring. Thacker's a big part of that. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about some of those pieces. I'm going to tell you why they're going to stay, maybe some eyes to keep on that could potentially leave. We know some people have already left in the portal. It's going to be very interesting to talk about that as well. When we come back, we are going to talk about that. All right, college football fanatics, have you heard about Prize Picks? Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Listen, I love this. I use it. I know that you will too. As the leader in college sports daily fantasy, Prize Picks offers more college football props than anyone in the world and offers all the star players of the Power Five, but it also offers the mid major players. Yeah, I'm talking to you, you group of five fans. You might not have even ever heard of. But Prize Picks offers any prop that you can think of from yardage, touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. And this is how you do it. You pick two to five players and over and under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. And listen, it's just you versus the projected numbers, not against anybody else. They even allow mixed sports injuries, which means you can take the over on LeBron combined with the under on Mahomes in the same entry. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's really that easy. PrizePix is also safe and it offers fast withdrawals. And I'm going to tell you right now, we got a great deal for you. Do not hesitate. You need to check out prizepix.com, use promo code locked on, or go to your app store and download the app today. What does that promo code get you? Well, if you use it, you'll get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 the first time you do it. Make sure to go to your app store and download it today. PrizePix, daily fantasy made easy. All right, we're back here on Locked On Georgia Tech. We appreciate you making us your number one, your first listen of the day. I cannot wait, guys, to continue to bring some fantastic content. And part of that content is, guys, I'm telling you, it's this recruiting class. Andrew Thacker is a big part of that. We talked about that in the first segment. Now I'm going to bring you into this recruiting class, and I'm going to detail for you what this class is. Now, as you guys know, I cover Georgia Tech for 24-7 sports. Really the best place to get your information. The 24-7 composite ranking, what it does is it combines all the rankings from Rivals, ESPN, and, it, and 24-7 Sports, puts it in there. I'm going to give you some information. Right now, after a number 48-ranked class last season, Georgia Tech is sitting with a 23rd class in the country. Now let's talk about who that's headlined by. We've talked about Jerron Willis, Janerian Bonner, Antonio Martin, another running back, K.J. Miles, Jalen Marshall. I just rattled off five names. You know what those have in common? They're all five four-stars. All five of those guys are four-stars. When's the last time you've seen Georgia Tech haul in five four-stars? It's not something that they do. They've also guys like Zach Pyron, who's a three-star. He's a quarterback from Pinson Valley High School. They fell just short in the Alabama State playoffs. A big offensive tackle, 6'5", 290. He's up closer to 3'10", from what I'm hearing from Johns Creek High School, Alpharetta, Georgia, Tyler Gibson. 
Brandon Best, 6'4", 300, interior offensive lineman. And I was talking with a good friend of the day who was watching this game. Kyle Efford from Decula High School is a man amongst boys. Plays the linebacker position at 6'3", 225 already. He's 18 years old, folks. This is what's crazy about this class. This is why you don't jump ship with some of, let's say, some of those coaching changes that you want to make. That's why each of those coaching changes were calculated. They were calculated moves in order for you to keep what you had while also improving. Now, let's take a look at this class, and I want to run through this list for you. Now, listen, Jerron Willis, the Lee County linebacker safety hybrid. If you want to think about him, think about Charlie Thomas, but a little bit bigger. He received a visit from Jeff Collins and his position coach, Andrew Thacker, and his primary recruiter, Coach Deshard Choice. And he told us the other day he likes that Thacker will be his position coach. Janerian Bonner, what do you need to know about the receiver? Listen, there shouldn't be any problems with the Cedar Grove product. He has remained locked in, and he has not taken any visits since he committed to Georgia Tech with Kerry Dixon and Coach Larry Knight, two guys that are on the staff still. When you lose a running back of the caliber of Jameer Gibbs, you're saying, holy cow, what do we have? I told you yesterday what you had in-house. Here's what's coming in through the through the recruiting cycle. Antonio Martin, the Langston Hughes product, is a coach choice recruit. And what does that mean? That coach choice is going to go get his guy. He's been contacted by Coach Charge Choice, Coach TC, as fans like to call him. And he had this to say, I'm still locked in on my commitment to Georgia Tech. I'm not moving. Georgia Tech's the place to be. K.J. Miles, defensive lineman from Jersey City. He's been contacted by Larry Knight, and he said, yeah, I'm still a firm commitment to Georgia Tech. Now, this is an interesting one, folks. Jalen Marshall, the three-star safety the former Sun Devil commit for Arizona State. He's one of the recruits that is losing his position coach. But Coach Kerry Dixon has been his primary recruiter and has really been in touch with Marshall. That's one that would be interesting to monitor over the next week or two who could probably benefit from some more information. Zach Pyron is another one of those guys, quarterback. We know about him. He's still locked in. He's set to enroll early. You go down the list. Gibson, Horace Lockett, Brandon Best, DJ Moore. All of these guys have been solid commits. They've been locked in for a while. They're not going anywhere. Clayton Powell will lead the Westlake defensive back. Had this to say. He was quoted in saying over on GoJackets.com, 24-7 site that we cover every day. I've been contacted by the coaches. I'm firm with the commitment. Georgia Tech is a great place, and I'm not going in to make any changes because of minor coaching staff changes. When you look at these guys, and I'll add in Teron Kelman as well, another running back that's been kind of a riser. But when you look at these guys, there's a common theme in this class. And I'm going to tell you, it's important to me that this class stays together. Why? Well, I'll tell you why. This is the class. It's the third one under Collins. It's the best one ratings-wise. And all of these guys have the mindset to be bought in to turn around what's happening. And I think that is exactly what you have to have. It's exactly what you need. Listen, a school like Georgia Tech is going to be able to bring in some good players, but you have to have them in the current situation bought into what's happening. 
And from the feeling we get from all the recruits talking to them today, yesterday, Sunday, they're bought in. They're ready to go. You have to have those players ready to go. If they're bought in from the get-go, then you don't have to get them on campus and then try to get them to buy in. That's what Collins had to do when he took over the job with the previous regime's players. He's in year three of the recruiting cycle now. It's going to be very interesting to see with his first class being juniors, second class being sophomores, and this upcoming 2022 class entering as freshmen. You're going to start to see what a Jeff Collins Georgia Tech looks like. And that's really key. I don't want to get too much into the coaching because I know a lot of people are you know, a little bit scared about that. The, the conversation, if we want Jeff Collins gone, but I'm telling you this class is huge. The 2022 class is good. Let's go back with those rankings real quick, and I'll tell you this. That 2022 class, 23rd nationally, 5th in the ACC. Last year, where were they? They were 11th in the conference, 48th. That's progress. And I think that's what Jeff Collins is trying to tell us. If you don't want to see the progress, then you're not going to see it. I I get that. I know it's not the on-field progress that we want to see. But it's got to get the guys in there. That's half the battle. To me, it's two things. Can you get the guys on campus, and then how do you develop them once you get there? Getting the guys on campus is something that Jeff Collins is doing. We need to pay attention to it because coming up very soon, early signing day is coming up really soon, around middle of December. It's probably two or three weeks away. But this team is going to continue to improve. They're doing a lot in this class. They're trying to improve. You talk with Jerron Willis. What did he tell me? He said, Bryce, this Tech defense was 116th in the country last season. We see opportunity. That's all I need to hear if I'm a coach or if I'm a fan. We see opportunity. December 15th is National Signing Day. Some of those guys are going to be making an opportunity to come and play. It's going to be really, really big for this class. You have guys that could be day one contributors, and you're going to start to see what a Jeff Collins player, type of player team is going to look like, and I think that's big. talked about this yesterday. When you give a guy the tools to succeed, it makes his job a lot easier. When you don't, it's hard. So I think that's really, really impressive as well. Number 23 in the country. We're going to continue with that. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about a little bit of hoops. The Thriller Dome is going to be alive and well on Wednesday night. I'm excited for the opportunity to bring you some hoops. We've been talking a lot about football, but man, College basketball is here, and your defending ACC tournament champion, Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, are absolutely pumped and ready to go when we come back. All right, listen, everyone. Thanksgiving is over. We're getting into the Christmas season, but we all know what that means. Football is entering the prime time, and nothing goes better with football than some good holiday food and a little bit of betting. BetOnline has you covered all holiday season, more props, odds, and lines than ever before. It remains your number one spot for all the sports action this holiday season. What you need to do is you need to head over to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with promo code locked on. That's promo code locked on. And listen, it's not just football that Bet Online has. They have pro, college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, even your favorite Vegas casino games. So don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2021 season and beyond. 
Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports. Bet online, we're stuffed with deals this holiday season. Cannot wait for you to get over there. Promo code locked on to receive your bonus today. This holiday season, listen, you got to grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. And what is that? Built bar. Filled with so much holiday goodness, rich and decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calorie, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. Is this even real? Yeah, it is. You get the best of both worlds. Delicious and healthy. So many flavors that you'll have a hard time choosing. Will you have raspberry, mint brownie, cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream, or peanut butter brownie? Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Or if you're just standing in endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. So throw one in your jacket, your purse, your pocket. You never know when you're going to need it. Because listen, folks, it's the season of peace and love. Don't bring up your favorite Built Bar flavor at family parties because people are so passionate about it, they're going to fight you over it and things can get out of hand. Your friends with Santa? Well, tell Santa to throw a few Built Bars in those stockings with so many flavors. They'd make anyone's Christmas morning a happy one. How about cozy with something warm? Well, here's a holiday secret. Dip your Built Bar into a piping hot cup of cocoa, let it melt a little, and then give your little beverage a little bit of that Built Bar flavor. Plus, you'll have a nice, melty Built Bar to go with it. How about some of those marshmallow treats around the holidays? You need to get your hands on Built Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, and they got that marshmallow through and through taste. Different flavors, all covered in chocolate. It tastes so good, you won't even believe that they're filled with protein. Here's the offer right now that you need to do. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order today. Once again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off Built.com. You will not regret checking out all the great flavors that they have. All right, back here on the Locked on Georgia Tech podcast. Once again, you are making this the first listen of your day. We are so excited. We're going to switch gears now. We're going to leave Bobby Dodd, and we're going to head up the street little north, and we're going to sit inside McCamish Pavilion, where, guys, we have a big-time matchup tonight. The Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets and the Wisconsin Badgers. The Big Ten ACC Challenge. Listen, this is something we live for every single year. The Big Ten ACC Challenge. Now, in an opportunity, a 9-15 primetime slot on ESPN. You get the opportunity to watch your defending ACC tournament, Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. And listen, I'm telling you, it's going to be a ton of fun. Now, who do you need to watch? Let's just sit here and talk about it. Michael DeVoe is on fire right now. 23.4 points per game. He's shooting over 56, almost 57% from the field. What is Jordan Usher doing? A rebound machine. He's got 8.7 rebounds, and that's seven of those are defensive rebounds. He's averaged just under two rebounds on the offensive side glass. But listen, folks, this is going to be a really good game. Georgia Tech obviously has not lost since game one to Miami, Ohio. Wisconsin is on a three-game streak after falling to Providence earlier this season. The biggest thing for this Georgia Tech team, and if you guys, and I know you have, you've tuned in this season, this is a very important three-game stretch. You have Wisconsin Wednesday night who has a great defense. 
you play North Carolina on Sunday. And then you head over to State Farm Arena for the holiday hoops giving. And you play LSU. That's three potential tournament teams. Oh, wait, there's more. You head out west to Phoenix, I think. And you play USC. Then you come back home and host another potential tournament team and a potential Sunbelt Conference champion in Georgia State. This schedule is challenging for a team, guys, that's 5-1 and one overall, 4-1 and one at home, including their first win over the Georgia Bulldogs, those dirty guys from Athens. You get this win. This is huge. And let me talk to you a little bit about this game. Johnny Davis is a name we're going to have to watch out for for Wisconsin. He's a sophomore guard averaging just a shade over 20 points a game, shooting 43% from the field. This Wisconsin team, listen, this is going to be, to me, an old-school-style basketball game. Two teams that pride themselves on defense. They do a good job of neutralizing each other teams, each, each team's best option. And I've said this. If you remember, I called the game against Stetson. Michael DeVoe is a pure scorer right now. He's doing a great job. But what happens when he has an off night? We thought he was against Georgia Southern. The man had the flu and came out and dropped 26. For Georgia Tech to be successful in big-time games like this, you're going to have to see the offense take a different step. You're going to have to see other guys come into the fray, and that is what's going to be interesting to me. Who does that for this team? Obviously, Jordan Usher's there. I'm telling you a name that I want to see is going to be very interesting is Davon Smith. This man can literally jump out of a gym. The transfer guard in from Mississippi State has been a nice addition. But listen, when you lose a guy like Jose Alvarado last year, it's not going to be easy to replace him. Tech's trying to find that combination. Give Passner credit. He's trying to find that combination that will work, and I think that's going to be something that's very interesting to see indeed. But this is a primetime game. If you're in Atlanta, be there tonight. Pack out the Thriller Dome. Davon Smith playing around 24 minutes a game. If you let him loose, how many times, guys, have we seen him in the open floor? The man's got what they call some bunnies. He can get up. So I think this is going to be very interesting to see exactly what Georgia Tech, you get to learn a lot of what this team is made of. Listen, the ACC conference is a gauntlet as always, but what do you have in this program with his current players? To me, a guy to keep an eye on is Dallin Debo Coleman as well. The man they call Debo was Florida Player of the Year last year an electric three-point shooter. He had a coming-out game against Stetson. He followed that up with another good game. These freshmen are talented. This is the most talented freshman class that Pastner's brought in, and they have a lot of talent. It's a good mix of some veteran guys. We talked about Usher. Khalid Moore's in there as a defensive stopper and a good rebounder. But the key for me in this game, it's a key defensive game. If Michael DeVoe's not on, where do we go for offense? Davon Smith can be an option. Debo Coleman, who's been really promising at times. Jordan Usher has high energy. You remember that dunk? I know you do against Florida State in the ACC title game last year. It's going to be a fun one, that's for sure, folks. Be there, Wisconsin versus Georgia Tech. Primetime, 915 Eastern in McCamish Pavilion, the Thriller Dome. 
go get your tickets because I'm telling you, it's very, very interesting. It's going to be a fun one to watch as well. You know what's also been fun? This show. We're having a fun time with it. Obviously, we launched yesterday and it was a ton of fun. You guys connected with us and you did a fantastic job of just really sharing the show. I encourage you to do that again. Let us know, comment, interact with me at Bryce underscore Coon. It's a ton of fun. I am so excited to be partnered here with Locked On and to bring you Locked On Georgia Tech every single day. Every single day. So thank you for making Locked On Georgia Tech your first listen every day. Continue to do that. Now listen, make your second listen Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling, not Scott Sterling, that's Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. We appreciate everyone for tuning in. Once again, Locked On Georgia Tech. Keep it real, everyone. We have a ton of fun. We will see you once again. We have a great show, some coaching potential moves coming very soon here on Locked On Georgia Tech.